Every year I pick a word that helps guide and organize drive the incoming year. This year I pick the word giving. Join us as we discuss this, as we discuss this journey in my year of giving. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Give Well podcast. We are going on episode number four. Four, quattro. Because it's the fourth month. It is the fourth month of 12, which means we are approximately, probably, we should do the math on this. I think it's 32.65%. We are 15, Quick calculator no, 13, open here. 13 days into April. It would be 33.3 if we were at the 30th. So you need to divide Are we 30 by 11. 3. No, here's what you got to do. Oh, there, you're doing there, exact 30 days, days. Exact. There's 30 ah. days in April, right? right? Uh, yes, that is correct. Okay, and there's 11.11% attributed to 30 days. Today is the 13th times 13 equals 4.81433 plus wow. 22.22 equals, we are, oh, 27%. So. Okay, for a given podcast, I suppose it's good to do math, but that was 27.03433%. I'm feeling much more energized than the last time we had this podcast. It, we're hardly over 25%. Yeah, we just passed into Q2, I guess, but. How fun is that? Thirty-three, four. Q two is my favorite Q of the of the year. Why? Because I'm in it. Because you're in it right now. Oh man! Can you believe though that we're already in the month four of this? How many times have you given now? You've given three. That's correct. Today we're going to discuss the third and the potential for a fourth. Indeed, yes. So, how's your experience been so far? Loving it. Yeah. Like a good McDonald's. Like a good McDonald's. That's that's her motto. Da, 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 da. I'm loving it. Yeah. Uh, good, good. It, so far, it's been good. I've. I find that uh, it it brings joy. It, it becomes easier. I think when I first started, I was very stressed about the later months. But uh, twelve hundred bucks in December. Yeah. Eleven hundred bucks the day the month before that. Right now, and it, to the point, it's like you know maybe I. Maybe I should just uh, cap it out at something. I don't know. Hmm. But uh, I mean, so far it's good, and and right now I I don't I don't feel too scared about it. I'm mm-hmm. not worried about it. Uh, I, I figured I'll just let those months take care of hmm. itself, and I'll just do one month at a time because it's. I don't know if I want to say it's easier, but it's it's certainly rewarding as I give, just seeing the joy. Uh, in in the recipients that I give to, and uh, I just want to keep doing it. So, yeah. Uh, last month, I don't know if I had fully decided. I know I I knew some of a it. Family. Yes. So I gave some to a a girl in uh, in Peru. Okay. That my wife knows for her uh, education. Okay. For, I think she's going to university, university or something. That's so we awesome. gave some to that. I gave to my grandparents who have a big mission in Central America. 
I don't know if I said the country last month, but I probably shouldn't say the country name. Uh, and so they they just do a lot of good work there, humanitarian Mm-hmm. work, and, and so I gave them a couple hundred bucks, and, and so I wanted to try something where I, I had some extra money, so uh, let's see, we gave 60 to, to Peru, 200 we, I gave to my grandparents-in-law, Mm -hmm. and so I had 40 left over that I wanted to just give uh, to whatever I saw was needed. My lunch. Something like your lunch. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, it's a very expensive lunch. I didn't pay for your lunch. I did see a homeless woman. Nice. And so I, because I don't carry cash, I went and I bought a, a visa card for her. Oh, okay. from Walmart and That's nice. just gave it to her. I was thinking of getting a Walmart card, but uh, anyways. Open up the possibility of where she could stay. Yeah. That's Yeah, great. just buy whatever she wants. And I know there's different thoughts about that. I don't really care. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you give and it's it's on their on individuals' conscience to do with that money with For sure. as as what they want. But uh odd experience with that homeless lady though. Uh, I am half Hispanic, and And look Middle Eastern, oddly enough. right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, but this lady, uh, she was speaking in broken English with what I thought to be a Hispanic accent, Oh, boy. and her name was clearly a, a very Hispanic name, and so. I started talking to her. I heard her broken English, so I'm trying to learn Spanish. So I switched to Spanish. Hola, uh, español. And she said in broken English, no, I don't speak. And maybe... Wait, she said in broken English, like using Spanish vernacular? It... No habla in, No, in español? she... Like... No, she said, no, I don't speak, like, Spanish. Oh. And I was so confused. And so... Well, Maybe I she speaks. clearly can't have a conversation here, I guess. And so I walked away. I wanted to talk and That's so fascinating. get to know the Was she like person dark haired? there. And... Yeah, yeah. That's fascinating. But, you know, Maybe maybe. she went to say, I don't speak to strange men. Maybe. And that's what I figured. She just didn't want to. Because I had parked the car and got out Yeah. to talk Interesting. uh, instead of just doing a drive by giving. <laughs> Anyways, that's my story for last month. Interesting. That's a good Yeah. one. I So when we first started this, I in my mind, I never really considered the parsing of the dollars. Yeah. Which is interesting. I think that's good. So there's more people to be impacted and you can have greater, I don't know, flexibility and customization in how you give. So that's that's really interesting. So it'll be it'll be really interesting once we get like to month nine and ten when Right. it becomes a little more difficult to Are you writing all this down, by the way? I should. You should write it down. Thankfully, it's all recorded. Thankfully it's all recorded, <laughs> but in like in a little notebook, right. month I one, I should. maybe You know even what? the person. I'm going to open right now in my notes. While you do that, I can tell a story Uh, about so, giving. yes. Do tell your story as I try to multitask, which I'm horrible at. Well, so I've always been, so you mentioned earlier, you know, you you got the card and you were kind of having these thoughts of like, well, you're more in the, the camp of when you give money, you give it. And 
let them make their decision type of a situation rather than trying to like, oh, I'll buy you food. Right. Which there may be there may be times when that is appropriate. Let people sure. use their own judgment. But so I remember one time and I'm gonna throw my mother in law a little bit under the bus here. Oof. Um but Does I, she I, listen I, to this. I doubt it, but she's a wonderful woman, I will say that. So Great. now that we've prefaced that I can throw under the bus. So she um well, I would say my in laws, they're very giving. Yes. They give well, you could say. They give well. They're giving well. So anyway, we Ashley and I will go visit them from time to time. They live about a, a, two hours away or so, uh, north of Knoxville. And it usually takes three quarters to a half a tank of gas to get there. So whenever we leave, they typically will hand us cash in our hands and like, oh, thanks for coming. It's like they're That's paying so us nice. to come see them. Yeah, it's really funny. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good investment. It's actually been my wife's number one way to hoard cash for the holidays, okay. so that she can <laughs> so buy she things without even me knowing. Spend it on gas. Yeah, yeah, on really gas. Well, I mean, it's yeah, it's all the money. It's all the same, ish. But anyway, so uh, we were going to Thai Rain as a family, which is a Good. local restaurant. Uh, this was years and years ago. I think we were still dating, and she gave me money for something, and. There is a concentration of homeless people that are around right. that, that area that in area. Hamilton. Indeed. Anyway, there was this gentleman who gave me this, I don't know, I think, oh yeah, I ran to the go use the bathroom or something in like this food line that's over there or whatever that store is. And this person's standing outside and struck up a conversation and I just had it on my heart like that he needed, he needed some, some money. cash. So I gave right. him the cash in not even like... If he, in in right. my in my view, if he was to go across the street and buy drugs with it, like okay, well, he lied to me and right. that's on him. Right. But no problem. My heart so judged that he was yeah. telling the truth and he truly was in a bit of a bind. And I mean, I've been in a bind before, and I hope right. that one day, if I ever end up on the streets, someone would look into my people can help brown eyes and say, "That's he a good man." He needs my money exactly. So yeah. anyway, I gave the money and then I went back and, right. and it took some time and my mother-in-law was like where were you no, 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 you're taking so long right i was like oh there's a homeless guy anyway i forget how it got out but it, basically <laughs> she was like you gave him the money i gave you and i about fodder <laughs> because it's oh. like i am so against this notion of moses here i want you to have this coat but you can only wear it on thursday evenings at 6 p.m like yes. I'm, I'm so much against like you can't control what is you've given to someone else right so like yeah anyway but in in since then and i think she understood and we've come to terms on that since then but nice, i don't nice. i do not like it when someone looks down on another person or like questions motive because you weren't right. in that moment right yeah no idea you you sincerely have no idea what people are going through yeah you really don't yes i don't know i get it different people have different approaches but i i do believe it's good to give uh, fully and mm -hmm. and uh, overwhelmingly i've i found it's it's just beautiful to just keep giving mm -hmm. yeah. when it hurts can be the hardest and the best time to do it right right yeah i mean so like ashley and i we had this interesting i don't know if it's interesting but we had this progression when we first got married i wasn't working i mean i was working as an entrepreneur i guess and putting in hours sure. but i wasn't really making any monetary gain every right. ounce of funding i got for this startup i was working on sway 
um, it went into the business and ultimately it crashed and burned. Um, so tough. But anyway, the first due to the pandemic, due to the pandemic, more or less. But yeah, we burned a lot of cash. So anyway, um, Ashley was making the money, and at that time period, it's like we had a little apartment. We had barely two cars. They were running. Somehow we were surviving off of like twelve hundred bucks every other week. What a beautiful time. I know. And it's like, you know, we were penny pension. We were cooking a lot. I mean, right. It, it was a simpler time. Now, we're obviously making a bit more than that. Right. Um, but I haven't felt... We got to this one place where we paid off our loans, and like I was making consistent money doing some stuff, and Ashley was making consistent money. And I was getting to this point where like money just started to... I mean, we weren't rich, but right. money was yes. piling up in the bank and I'd never experienced that before. Yeah. And I, you know, it was a fun, giving, fun site. giving yes. the percentages that I give it just to say, just to make it simple, I give 10% offering, 10% tithe, and it goes out the door and I don't even, right. think, I mean, I think right. about where I'm getting it, but I don't think about it. Sure. So it was pretty easy then. But here recently, like Ashley, I just, I made her basically quit both her jobs to focus just on this MP school. Uh. And I'm not making as much as I used to because I'm working on this other business and I'm doing some other stuff. Um, but it's a good trade-off, but it's started to become like, it started to impact me a little bit more when, sure. when we do give. Um, so I'm glad, I think it's really good. A little practical piece for anybody who's listening to the podcast and is considering giving set a percentage or percentages and right. really do it. Because if you don't, I think if I didn't have a habit in place, it would have been a lot harder to continue giving at this, right. in this season. Yes. Because you get, you start when 600 bucks is a larger percentage, just to say, right, right. 20% of what's in your bank account at yeah. the moment, like that feels a lot different than when it's 2%. Right, right. Yeah. I, I want to focus on that a little more. And, and that's the intentionality within giving. Mm -hmm. I think it's easy to think, oh, I'm, I'm not a selfish person. I can give when I want to. Which is great. I, I think it's beautiful to have that mindset. But to really give fully, and I'm not saying I'm a master at this, but I, I've just noticed it's helped me a lot to to be intentional about that where every month I know what I'm I'm going to give. But if if you're not able to or if you are not giving monetarily, mm -hmm. being intentional about, okay, this week I'm going to spend... 30 minutes making a card for my neighbor or baking a pie for um, my nephew, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, just being intentional, I'm going to set, set apart this time to give to something more than myself mm -hmm. or, or my usual routine, yeah. right? And I think that intentionality, whether it's a percentage of your earnings, a percentage of your time, or perhaps a percentage of of your, your possible talents that you mm -hmm. can give to someone that's that's a huge huge win in the journey of giving yeah yeah so you said percentage of time that's something i've become a little bit more um guarded around but this past couple of weeks i had some friends reach out to me to have them do some just some business stuff mm -hmm. which i i sometimes knowledge let's talk about knowledge for a second knowledge is something that as you gain it in a specific industry let's say right you you hit this level of uh, of a bank of knowledge where you then look back and you're kind of assessing the inventory of experiences right and you don't feel like you know that much really yes. but then you talk to someone else who's outside the industry just throwing around like the term revenue for example i was sitting sure. down with one of my friends who is having me help with 
some event insurance they're going to be putting on this event for a little race they're doing. And they were asking me stuff, and I was just saying, like, oh, you know, when you get this much revenue, like, then you could, it would probably make sense to get a higher level of insurance right, or something like that. Right. And he was like, what is revenue? And I didn't oh. think about that question. I haven't thought about that question in probably 10, 12 years. Right. How to explain the difference between revenue and profit. It's just and, such a common word. Yeah, and expenses and all this stuff. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. So in the concept of time and giving, I realized that I have a wealth of knowledge and right. I can give a percentage of time and a percentage of that to other people for relatively low monetary value. Huh. So I've been trying to think about that Indeed. more and not look down on people who don't have that knowledge. I sometimes do that. I'm like, how do you not understand this? But if you don't know, you don't know. You the don't more know. you know, the less you know. And that's why you're there to give them that's some right. beautiful knowledge. That's right. What a blessing. Mm. I love it. It's yeah. fantastic. So... If well, I think we have time here, I don't even remember when we started, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's measured in bars. We're looking at a screen that says 577.129.2. Yeah, some <laughs> almost 600 Who bars. Knows? It's measuring, uh, maybe it's a scratch pen, anyway. Um, so you and I are both happen to find ourselves working in the real estate industry, indeed, wholesaling. Yes. We do some of that, um. So I have had a couple of experiences this week. You have been doing this for far longer with more veracity with the number of houses you go to see and the, and the people you involve yourself with to make a deal happen on the seller side, right, someone who's selling right. their house and then obviously the buyer. So th twice this week, I have signed purchase agreements with some homes. Good stuff. It's awesome. Big win. Um, and... With the nature of business that we're in with wholesaling, there's typically some level of disparagement. What's the word I'm looking for? Hardship right. that's going on right. in these people's lives for them mm -hmm. to want to sell a house relatively quickly. The first sure. instance of mine was the these two daughters, their father and mother died within like a six-month period. So they're selling their house. And then the other one is this guy has cancer. He, he doesn't know if he has a year right. left to live. He can't manage his home. He's behind on mortgage payments, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. So... When I when I go into that situation, I look at the value of the house, of what it is currently, right? What we could buy it for, and then what we would sell it for to someone who would, you know, either invest time or money into right. it, and, and you know, and deal with it however they would. So when I go into these situations, I have a range that I'm sure. able to extend to right. make a deal right. happen. And the first instance because of my emotional involvement of knowing this person's story, I almost want to give them more. Right. So I right. found myself almost edging the line of how much I could give. Sure. More in one situation than the other. So like there's an aspect of giving in that situation where I am right. the gatekeeper of potentially tens or thousands, if not ten thousands, tens of thousands of dollars. Right, right. How have you dealt with those situations? Interesting. When it comes to business itself and, and giving, I think it is important to consider someone's story. And, and that's what I enjoy about working uh, for myself and, and with my partner and you at times where there's a lot more autonomy to decide when and how you can do that. I remember in healthcare in my old work, uh, it was a lot harder because you would hear those stories mm -hmm. and you do your best to to point them in the direction of, oh, you don't have money, insurance is charging you X, Y, Z, your bills are through the roof, mm -hmm. you can't afford it, but you also need 
um, birth a child, I guess, and mm-hmm. or whatever they were coming in for um, to the hospital. And uh, it, it's tragic because you have no idea, oh, maybe financial aid helped them, maybe not, who knows. Mm-hmm. And you, you have little ability to affect change in those situations beyond putting them in touch with the right people, which could help. But in this space, you're right. You are you are dealing with thousands of dollars that can help someone, and I do tend to, I do tend to push it up at times. Push up the price I would normally give, uh, bringing less profit to me um, because I think it's worth the, I guess the happiness gain you get right. from it. Right. Um, but it's it's again, I I think. There's a range of profitability, and there's a range in, in the upside. Yes, you get a little less profit, but it's still a profitable range, right? Sure. And so I, I don't feel that I'm I'm losing out on a ton in uh, five years. I'm not going to remember. Oh, on May twenty second, I lost four thousand dollars on this deal. Mm-hmm. Man, if only I had that now. I'm I'm not going to even think about it, yeah. right? And so that's that's how I try to make some of those interesting decisions not every decision but if in five years this is going to be a non-issue let's not stress about it for more than five minutes kind of thing you know um it doesn't always work but Mm. i i tend i like to look at it that way and and if it can help someone if it can make someone's life better why not yeah why not and and plus i think there's an upside just from a purely business perspective where you Say you came in at a hundred thousand as an offer, and they're like, okay, and you can tell they would have probably gone with it, but they really need an extra three thousand to get by, move, whatever. Mm-hmm. And you put that in. The, you put that in. Um, I mean, that's a daymaker. Three thousand dollars, which from business perspective, with this is is not. You know, it's not the end of the world for most <laughs> deals, but that three thousand just made a huge difference for them. Right. And they think highly of the business. They think yeah. highly of Give the them a good interaction. Experience. Great experience. Promoter. They're a promoter now, right? Yeah. And so, from a business perspective, it's a no-brainer. Um, and from from a holistic lifestyle experience, I think it it's important to keep that attitude to mm. not get the bottom dollar every single time at the expense of mm-hmm. making someone's life better. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Good feedback. Yeah. And perspective. So let me ask you one more question. Let's hear it. How long have you been married? Seven years, almost, oh. in May. Oh, seven years in May. I'll be seven years in June. Amazing. Good last year, you. Last year we got to go to Hawaii together to kind of celebrate that. That was really fun. That was fun. Really enjoyed it. So in marriage, there's a lot of give and take. Yes. There's a lot of giving to be considered. Yeah. Tell me how you give in your relationship. Ah, that's a good question. I think that our our biggest challenge, honestly speaking, in my marriage has been and potentially always will be our our personality differences and in how we get energy, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And so my wife loves the weekend as a place to recharge, relax, and be at home as alone as possible, right? You know, a couple of close friends, myself, it's it's fine. But she loves her she's mm-hmm. an introvert. Yeah. And and that's beautiful. <laughs> I I can be absolutely exhausted. In fact, 
Sunday was a prime example. Sunday, I had maybe four hours of sleep, four and a half hours of sleep. I was mm. so exhausted all day, but there was a wedding I was going to in the evening. And driving there, I was almost falling asleep driving there. But oh once I got to the wedding, I got so much energy. I mean, I could have stayed up all night. It was no problem. I was so alive, right? That's amazing. So that's the primary difference in, in a relationship. And so finding ways to, to balance that, I think, is very meaningful, um, both her to me and me to her, because we understand that each of us are so different in this. So mm-hmm. when I give alone time, uh, you know, a date night, and it's just her and yeah, I. Yeah, it's typically you and her that brings you the most energy. Right, Yeah. right. Yeah. And so if it's just her and I, uh, and and I'm not distracted, I'm not calling a bunch of people, or mm-hmm. I'm not, she can tell I'm not elsewhere in, your mind. elsewhere in my mind or trying to go to a different event. Uh, I think that is, that is one of the best ways to give in my marriage. And I think every marriage is, is going to have its own thing, its own mm-hmm. way giving looks like. But to me, that personal quality time uh, hmm. is is impactful. Uh, I think another way is just uh, the spontaneity of literal giving. You know, I, I know she loves dark chocolate, so on random days, not just Valentine's. Swing by Aldi, Walmart. Yeah. It's cheap, too. I mean, it's not like you're breaking the bank, but it means so much to just do a spontaneous gift mm. of what they love. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah, my wife is somewhat similar. Um, the I've noticed after over the years now that the number one way to help her feel loved and energized is not even necessarily the act, but her knowing that I put in time and mm. effort into whatever the instance, whether it's right, a date night or right. a gift or a, a, a trip or sure. even a certain question or, or something is a big part of it. And then the other mm-hmm. side of that equation is when she... When she comes to me, I've messed up so many times in marriage where she's come to me with like a really big, in her mind, um, story or, mm-hmm. or topic of conversation. She's thought probably hours or even right. days about how she's going to bring it up. <laughs> she brings it up and I'm immediately like, I don't say this, but it's basically like, I'm like, well, that's dumb. Or, you know, Oof. she tells me this 20 minute story and I'm like, cool. And then go back to my phone or something. So being able to invest interest, genuine interest in, in knowing the conversation. That, in the conversation yeah. to know that she has thought about that and showing and even verbalizing that right. I realize, wow, this is a big thing for you. Thank you. Yes. It's been helpful. So yeah, giving. It's huge. So giving money, giving time, giving in our marriages. Giving love. Giving love. That's what it's all about. Give well. Give well. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us on this month of april number four podcast we will see you very soon see you next month love it love it